Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence mentor for women, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. My intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we create our own versions of heaven on earth. Hello, hello. How are we feeling on this gorgeous day? I am surrounded by packing boxes and I'm getting very excited. Uh, This is my last week in Portland and um, it's so interesting to be in an apartment right now with no paintings on the walls. Things are getting cleared out. Talk about a fresh slate. You know what I mean? Especially as the seasons are changing. Um, And we've got our full moon on Friday in Aries. There's a lot of heat here, a lot of fire, a lot of alchemy coming in. Um, And I mentioned this in our last episode too about eclipse season being close. It's not quite here yet, but you know, you can kind of feel it bubbling and approaching and it just signals a lot of change coming and a lot of blessings and portals opening for us and Sometimes blessings come, they often come after some trial and after some spiritual tests, not in a negative way at all, but just to see, okay, are we ready to enter a life that we've been calling in? Are we ready to feel safe in this existence? Um, And what might need to get cleared out to be ready for that? So um, that's the mood that I'm in <laughs> right now uh, as I as I am in shifting into this new gear and this new pace. I'm definitely being tested with a lot of things and I've been feeling almost like Mercury retrograde energy coming in, even though Mercury retrograde uh, just ended. I feel like it's still having a little tail end effect. I've had a lot of um, just old things come up. Old things from like a year ago have been coming up and resurfacing to kind of test me and to, to really see if I'm in alignment with my truth, if I trust myself to handle life um, in a way that feels good and vibrant and healthy. And um, I feel like my reactions are being tested. Things are coming up from a long time ago that initially I would have had a knee-jerk fear-based response to, but now I, I find myself responding in a much more calm way. It's still making my heart rate go up a little bit in this instance. So I'm getting to study and peel back. Okay, so I'm still a little bit triggered by this. Maybe there's a little bit more work to be done. And I think it's very common when we're going through life transitions for this exact thing to happen. We get... Um, everything kind of comes out in the wash. You know, we get tested with old patterns to see if we have healed and up leveled. And it's actually really beautiful. I think it's, it can be easy to get frustrated and be like, why is this coming back up again? I already worked through this, but it is really beautiful to see how you have grown and be able to quantify it in a way to be like, okay, I would have handled this so differently at 29, but now I'm 30 and things feel different. Things have just been feeling different since I turned 30, to be honest. Um, I think in so many ways in my 20s, I avoided the reality of adulthood in a really empowering way. 
Um, I still wanted to feel protected by even my parents and family and the environment and the place that I was living in. And I was still seeking safety from outside resources. Like I always wanted to have like a a fallback plan or I would sometimes even self-sabotage like the last episode talked about um, to almost guarantee that I would be safe if I fell. But when I turned 30 and certainly I was transitioning into this vibration earlier, but I've really been depending on myself solely more and more and more. Um, and of course that's a balance, right? Like it's not all about self-reliance. We deeply need one another. Um, but in terms of feeling safe in my life, I've really been able to build more resilience around that and feel a lot more rooted and grounded into who I am as a woman and know that I will always have my back. And what I think has led to this is taking a lot of leaps of faith and trusting that I'm going to be okay and deepening my spiritual practices and my practices of internal awareness and expansion to get ready for those leaps of faith over and over again, because I really have found that all of my moments of success or moments where I'm the most proud of myself have come as a result of taking leaps of faith and taking calculated risks. Um, And then the flip side to that, of course, is also knowing when to ask for help and when to, uh, to slow down and honoring your rhythms, but it's an exciting time. And I'm curious to, to hear about what you all are working through as well and what chapters you might be entering and what leaps of faith you might be getting ready to take. Um, and this can happen in so many ways. I think we, we see it in our relationships a lot. You know, the more I think about the unraveling of everything, the more I realize everything in life is about relationships. It all comes down to relationships. We get jobs based on the relationships that we have and how well we can connect with and communicate with another person. We enter, of course, romantic relationships. Um, You know, everything is about relationships, everything. Um, And I think that's really been something I've been thinking about with my business as well. It's like, it's not about an exchange of material things. It's an exchange of energy and a witnessing of one another. So that shift into that frequency of seeing my clients as sisters and as people I love and as people that I walk beside and heal alongside and lift them up as as humans and as sisters and as spirits has really changed my approach to business because I think business can absolutely be so logical and there's absolutely a place for that. But I've been trying to deepen into the spirituality of it, to be honest. And there, this is another place where I got tested a little bit over the weekend. I was at the common ground fair and I've been going there ever since I was a kid. But anyways, um, I camped out there and in the mornings, all the volunteers, Um, We'll get together and have breakfast around a few tables and you get to know all these new people. And I was sitting down next to this awesome guy who sat with us and was making breakfast and he was saying, you know, what are you up to? What do you do? And, um, you know, my mind went into assumption like, oh, he just won't get what I'm doing. You know, he won't understand. So I need to kind of defend what I do. And I was like, well, I'm a mentor for women. I'm helping women build their confidence, but I take a very logical approach to it. You know, I don't go too into the woo woo. And I caught myself being like, Helen, what are you talking about? Like (laughs) you're super spiritual. And he so beautifully reflected that back to me. He was like, oh, well, I actually, I love the spiritual work. And he went on to tell me like he'd been spending the last couple of years in Big Sur at a monastery. And it was like, spirit was just giving me this person to reveal like, there's, there's nothing that I need to do 
or prove, you know, about my work or what I'm doing. And it was just a, it was another little test of like, how much do you trust yourself? And do you trust what you're doing? And, um, do you feel like you still need to explain yourself to other people? And can you just live for yourself and be yourself, um, under any given circumstance and allow yourself to be pleasantly surprised and expanded by the people you meet along your path. So that was a beautiful moment. And, um, it's something I'm still continuing to practice, you know, that that classic elevator pitch of like when people ask like, what do you do? I'm like, there's a lot that goes on. <laughs> there's a lot that goes on, but it is quite simple. It's, it's a healing that we're all in together, isn't it? Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit more about our theme of the day, right? Taking leaps of faith and, and what accompanies this and how to get ready to take a leap of faith and trust that we're going to be okay. So the first part of this is really feeling the ping to make a new decision and radically change our lives. That might come in the form of like, oh, I don't think this relationship is working for me. I need to, I need to exit this relationship, this partnership, or I don't think this city is the right fit for me anymore. I need to move, or I think I don't want to be in this job anymore. These are all massive life events that really do require a leap of faith to to shift out of. So the first phase of this is feeling the ping and then trusting the ping and starting to take action on that ping. So what I like to do when I get a download like this or when I'm feeling called to really up level and change my life, which I always see with my clients as well, is I like to give it a test run. So for example, one of my clients who's so wonderful, like when I first met her, I just knew like she was meant to be in New York city for at least a little while. Like I just felt it so deeply and I was like on a mission. I'm like, I got to get her to New York city. Like, <laughs> cause I, I just know her authentic code at this point And, uh, I just knew she'd thrive there in some way. Um, so I kind of gave, I gave her the little idea. I think it was already in her subconscious already, like that this might be a really fun thing to do. And so we started to plan together. Okay. Why don't you just take a trip to visit a buddy in New York city and see how that feels? Of course she goes to New York city, falls in love with it comes back to me. I get a Voxer the next morning, Helen, I'm moving to New York. We need to start planning. <laughs> I'm obsessed. So it's like, what was so beautiful about this evolution with her is like, she got the ping and she took action on it. She gave it a test run, even though she was scared of like going into the belly of the beast here, she did it. And then she was expanded and she fell in love with the environment. She was uplifted by the people that she met and she realized that she could feel safe enough starting to make this transition. So I like to give things little test runs. Raise your hand if you feel like you're going through a quarter life crisis. Oh my goodness, I have been there. This usually happens in our late 20s and early 30s when we find ourselves feeling unfulfilled and confused on what the path forward looks like. This time in life can feel extremely isolating and lonely. It's often at this point when we look around us and on paper everything seems okay, but we're having more of an internal existential crisis where we feel like we're lacking fulfillment and vitality on so many levels and it can feel like we've lost ourselves along the way. This crossroads can feel really confusing and leave us in the dark about what action to take to enter a more peaceful state in life. But I'm here to share with you that your highest self isn't just some elusive character on your vision board and there absolutely is a way forward. Your highest self is your soul's essence waiting to be embodied. So if you're ready to heal and evolve and become this version of yourself, you're ready to build your confidence 
confidence and truly take action toward the woman you so deeply desire to be. Join me in private one-on-one mentorship. The link is in the description to apply and I can't wait to meet you. Thanks for listening. So for example, we can take this into relationships as well. If you're feeling like, okay, this isn't the relationship that I want to be in anymore. Maybe that leads to having more deep and more honest conversations with your partner about what you guys really want out of life and just peel back that wall that might be up between the two of you to have a more honest, vulnerable conversation and see where that goes. That's a test run of a heavier conversation perhaps. Or if you are ready to leave and transition out of a job, maybe the test run is starting to go to networking events and starting to, you know, spread your fingers and dip your toes into different areas of the the realm that you would prefer to be in. Um, Yeah. So the test run is an important part of taking a leap of faith for sure. Cause you want to feel like your nervous system can't be jolted so heavily, right? Like it's, it doesn't happen overnight, nor should it. Like we always think that things are going to happen so fast and we want them to, but there needs to be an integration time. There's always an integration process with these things. So The next part of this, of course, is the integration. And this is when you can expect your triggers to come up because what's happening when you're taking a leap of faith is that you're quantum leaping and you're shifting into an iteration and a version of yourself that you've just never been before. To become a new person, you're going to have to have new habits and new ways of being, and you can't just wake up and expect yourself to click into that. That's, that starts to take a practice and a shift, right? So When we are shifting and transitioning into that new, higher version of ourselves, a more actualized version of who we've always wanted to be, right? Like in alignment with that, with our soul's calling, we're going to get bigger tests. If we want a bigger life, we're going to have bigger exams or bigger tests. I just heard my own mentor say that the other day, and I think that's a great way of saying it. Like you want a bigger life, expect bigger tests, not in a way that's punishing you at all, not in a way that's pushing you down at all. Um, but that's saying, okay, you're ready for this. And the universe is saying, I know you can pass this test. That's why I'm going to give it to you. And I truly believe that we are only given what we're able to handle always. If something is in your life, it's because you have the tools that you need to handle it. You've got this. So during this integration phase, get ready to get triggered. Get ready for what Lacey Phillips would call the magic dark or even a rock bottom. Um, I have found that before a leap of faith comes the magic dark, when things start to feel very still, like nothing's really coming through. You're not feeling like your manifestation is coming in and you may feel confused. You might feel like you've plateaued. This can last for like a week to a month to a few months. That's been the phase that I've been in, to be honest, for the last about month, month and a half, as I've been calling in my next big manifestation, I felt a stillness and a little bit confused about like, why isn't my momentum going faster? But I've also been doing a deep dive into the nooks and crannies of my shadow. And I've been doing a lot of excavating um, into my inner child woundedness and fear and shame and all of the things that being a human accompanies. And in the beginning, I was really scared of it. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to make all of these changes in my life. Like, why is this coming up? And then I was able to remember faster than normal, which is good, right? We were 
part of it is like shortening the time of suffering, right? So I was able to say, okay, I'm going to open up to this discomfort because there is something deeply necessary for me to learn here and to look at because I'm growing. These are growing pains. So all of this fear of the unknown, that was my biggest block, like uncertainty, facing uncertainty. And I just asked spirit for support. I asked spirit, you know, please come to me in my dreams and give me information on how to move through this. And I made a reel on this the other day that you guys can watch about navigating uncertainty, but I had this beautiful dream of a tidal wave pulling all the water off the beach. And on the beach were all of these pearls and diamonds that were left to be collected. And you could only collect these diamonds when the water had retreated and the well had dried up, so to speak. Um, an analogy for how we can find our most valuable treasures in in the stillness and in the discomfort in a way. It's where it's where diamonds are formed and it's where the magic really happens. And that's why it's called a magic dark, because these are where you can make the the finer attunements to get ready to embody your next highest self. It's a really incredible container for healing because not only do you learn resilience, but you simply must surrender to the process. You just have to let it go. It's a great practice in loosening our grip and releasing control. Like that's been the the hump that I've gone over in the last couple of weeks is like, all right, I've controlled as much as I can. Like I've got all of my ducks in a row logically now it's just my mental chatter that I need to allow to subside and bring some relief to. And the only way to do that is by surrendering, by surrendering. Like we can plan as much as we want. I think a plan is fantastic. It can help us to feel safer. We've got a plan, right? Like planning is part of a leap of faith. Like have your, have everything set and ready for what you can predict. But for as far as like the unknown goes and how things are going to shake out, the universe gets to take care of that. And that's the thing that we get to keep practicing over and over again in this lifetime. Like we can focus on what we want to happen and what we're calling in and what we're manifesting. And um, we hear a lot of spiritual teachers talk about this, but we've got to let the universe take care of how it's going to present and how it's going to shake out and be open to the element of surprise and ask yourself, what if this could be even better than what I'm calling in? Because I think we get so attached to be to it playing out exactly like we want and expect it to play out. But then we block ourselves from something even better coming in. So I want to encourage you to be open not only to the best case scenario, but like something even better than the best case scenario that you have in mind. And that can only happen when we release control around how we think something should happen. And finally, I think the last thing to keep in mind when we're getting ready to take a leap of faith and we're getting ready to change our lives once again is to live for ourselves. And you can certainly go back and listen to an episode that I did on people pleasing a little while ago, but this is where we're really encouraged and invited to let go of what other people are going to think of this, where other people are going to get triggered and allow ourselves to outgrow the old so that we can blossom into the new and really stay in our own lane, stay focused, stay in your peace, stay in your well-being. call your power back to you so that you can shift out of this because 
you basically are going to have to trade your old life in for a new life in so many ways. And the relationships that matter for your soul's evolution will always stay with you. The people that you love and that love you and deeply support you will always be with you. So have the courage to let anything else that doesn't serve you fall away so that you can really step into this new and beautiful reality. Change is our only constant and change is life force energy. It's chi flowing through us. It's movement that we so desperately need to stay still forever is to die, right? So embrace the movement, embrace the change and embrace that magic dark. So just expect that you know, challenge will arise before the blessing takes place. And that is also a blessing. It's all a blessing. It's all happening for you. It's all unraveling for you and give yourself the grace to deeply feel the feelings that accompany, you know, the darkness before the light comes, you know, the only way out is through in those instances. So give yourself permission to deeply feel and not be avoidant of what you're feeling because that's how it's alchemized. It's alchemized by loving it and feeling it and letting yourself cry or letting yourself feel scared and then arising and coming out of the ashes like that Phoenix, right? All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here and hanging out today. I hope you're feeling inspired and lifted and called to action. As always, everything you might want to know about is linked in the description below. And if you feel like a buddy might benefit from this information and this conversation today, send it along, maybe share it to your stories. And if you feel called to leave a review, I would be so deeply grateful. But I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so grateful that you're part of this community and I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Bye for now.